five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. And we're getting started a little late today. Uh, I had a big wedding down in Lombard, Illinois, and we came back, got in about one. So I took it a little easy. So you're going to get a relaxed show. You know, it's always pretty relaxed, but we're going to be even more relaxed today. Okay, so put your feet up and enjoy your coffee. I did get a nice note from Stephanie uh, Donaldson. You know, I, I went over her creative stuff, and she she admitted that they had edited out some of her key information, like the backside of the AT&T, uh, the backside of the AT&T um, creative, you know, the mailers is gone. So that's why the rule of three didn't make any sense. Um, and uh, it wasn't a scratch and sniff. It was just an overlay blocking the customer specific promo code. Um, and she promised to send more. So Stephanie, thank you for that nice note. Um, so let's get over to Tom Fishburn. <clears throat> the definition of marketing insanity. Okay, I like this one because it's almost like a split test. Let's send the same brief to the same agency with the same story for the same product and see if we get different results. And of course, depending on how big your agency is, you know, when, you know, I, when I was in the agency, in an agency, it was pretty big news when we got, when we got uh, like a request for proposal or something. Um, but, you know, unless, but if it was big enough, I suppose you could get a completely different, um, a completely different uh spec you know back <laughs> who knows so i kind of like that idea but anyway uh tom says i've drawn a lot of cartoons about the tendency of marketers to want to change everything all at once all at, all the time there's an old marketing truism yes this is very true marketers get tired of their advertising before consumers do heck most consumers don't even notice it <laughs> You know, or get confused by it. I remember um, the there was a uh, an old style. Their their old style brand was was brewed in God's country. It was in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And I don't know. You know, I don't drink that much beer. But I thought, well, you know, at least they mentioned God in their ad. I thought it's better than bikinis playing girls in bikinis playing beach volleyball. And then they got bought by somebody else, and that was the first thing that changed. And I didn't buy old style anymore. <laughs> so anyway, every aspect of marketing from logos to packaging to agency uh, is their instinct to change for the sake of change hits everything. And yet there's also a tendency marketers to get stuck in a rut. There's these two opposing forces and follow the same playbook over and over and over out of habit. This too can apply to every aspect of marketing. Now, Tom, if you were a direct marketer, and if you were a mailer, a long-time direct mail marketer, you would know that you, it's, you know, this is the fallacy. The whole fallacy of brand advertising is that they typically, they run a big campaign, and then they run it till they get sick of it. Then they run another big campaign, and they may do a little testing in a dark room somewhere, you know, but they really don't test the, the impact in a very scientific way. My experience. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, what we do in direct mail, this is important. What we do in direct mail is we we have a a mailer that's doing okay. 
right? And uh, oftentimes the chief financial officer will say, well, if it's doing okay and it's profitable every time you mail it, then let's just leave it alone. And you say, no, because eventually the results will tail off and we want to know what to replace it with. And so a little bit of our marketing money always goes to trying to beat control. That's kind of the fundamental bottom line principle of direct marketing is we're always trying to be control and that doesn't mean we just say okay we mailed this last time let's mail something completely different this time right no one of the other things about mail is we can go and we can create a random sample that's a couple of thousand maybe it's five thousand maybe it's ten thousand but you know it's not a lot uh, in the grand scheme of things, in comparison to the number of impressions we're, we're doing, a lot of times we might be mailing a million pieces at once or a half a million pieces at once. So we'll take a few percentages of that and we'll try something different. And, and we're careful about it. We don't just try something different. But to the same basic audience, it's a little more complicated than that, but, you know, call me if you want to, if you want to try this. But... We run, and we may run three at a time, we, you know, depending on how much of a hurry we're in. And and what will and what will happen is we'll maybe see something that does as well or better, you know, in a, in that small in that small number of names. And you say maybe it's a different offer, maybe it's a different price, maybe it's a different concept, a different headline. Um, you know, we we try to change just like one thing or something. Try and keep it simple, so that we know it was that change that caused the effect and then if it does well we might go and say well let's do a 50 50 split let's do a big test on this on this new idea and we work our way to it and that cures this problem a hundred percent it cures it because we're always changing but we're never just throwing the baby out with the bathwater. okay and uh tom i'd love to talk with you about that okay John Coleman writes, if organizational leaders are merely consistent, they risk rigidity. Right, if you just do the same thing over and over and over and over, exactly the same thing. You know, brood in God's country. You know, maybe it is, maybe they could do better than that. But we didn't have to do it all. You know, and the sad part is, is that when, like, like uh, Nordstrom's, Eric Nordstrom, they, they, they decided that they didn't need to do mailers for their, for their, uh, card holders for their very best buyers at Nordstrom's, they decided to just stop the mail and just go all digital, pound them to death with email or something like that. And it was just a disaster. Now, why didn't he do test five stores, you know, out of however many they've got or whatever, test a small portion? This whole mindset of ch either change or no change, and this is what Tom is getting at. Change or no change. That whole mindset gets you in this problem. It causes this problem. And if I could if I could say anything to marketers, it would be always change, but don't change without testing. And uh, I, I, I ran across a, an article about, uh, we're going to be talking about an article that has um, some of the overlooked trends and uh, spoiler alert, it was direct mail was the most overlooked uh, positive trend in 2022. And another one that they 
that somebody mentioned was uh, fractional CMO. And I actually changed my LinkedIn. I came up with this last week, and my style consultant thinks I should change it back. But <laughs> but if you need to if you need to inculcate this concept over time, you know, uh, I am available as a fractional direct marketing officer. We'll be the DMO instead of the CMO. You know, I think that I think that organizations can really win from this. I've seen millions and millions of dollars made just by a, a just by a, a a a repeated heuristic, which is means self-learning. It's a little like machine learning, but it's more human uh, pattern of testing. And of course, there's an art to testing. There's 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 stuff that's so stupid you should fix it, and there's stuff that's so trivial it won't matter in the test. And you want to be in that sweet spot. And depending on what you've been testing, if anything, th that it it helps to have someone who's been involved with testing for a long time to tell you where to start and where to go next. And when the results start coming in, it's even more important to get somebody who has some track record in 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 guessing right on the next thing to test. So um, anyway, this one this one went along with this really well. I thought the marketing toolkit. We need to change the packaging says the brand manager. We need to change the advertising, says the marketing director. We need to change the agency, says the CMO. And then the CEO says, we need to change the CMO. You know, and I was, I saw some stuff on Twitter the other day, you know, how Aunt Jemima, the, the pearl milling company dumped Aunt Jemima because they thought it would elevate, <laughs> elevate black women to take Aunt Jemima out of the out of the game, who is a real person, you know, and and you know has a has a great life, and you know there's been several of them, and they've updated them, and it's you know it's, but worse than that, you know they thought that on the strength of just their color, people would recognize, oh, this is the same thing. Well, I wouldn't, you know, uh, no sir, and so now there's a little a little I don't know if you can see this, but it's a little teeny box here, and they're making a big deal out of this on Twitter. That so first they and they killed Uncle Ben's too, and then now they put it back in and it says, you know, just like Aunt Jemima or something, the original Aunt Jemima. So stupid. Uh, my understanding is that sales plummeted. I hope so. It would it would it would be consistent with what I think what was going to happen. Anyway. Others said that this was just for copyright so that they could hold on to the trademark in case they wanted it. But, you know, that's that's kind of the way it goes. You Okay, time for a new campaign. I'm tired of seeing this one. It's totally run its course. Let's retire this campaign now. But we haven't even run it yet. Let's also change our packaging logo and agency. Yeah, boy. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so um, here's the article which we'll put up. Uh, best strategic leaders, and it's from 2017 by John Coleman. It does have a nice chart here. Um, agility versus consistency, and so you can be unreliable and uninspired. <laughs> if you have low agility and low consistency, you just keep doing different stuff. Or you can be strategic, and it is like, I don't know, it seems a little biased to me. But anyway, you can read the article for yourself over on WDMA.org. I put up the show notes every day, and that is part of the fun. Okay, so now 
let's look. Oh, I just wanted to confirm. I mentioned this the other day. Um, that Sainsbury staves off competition from other discounters with record Christmas sales. So Sainsbury won in that battle, but they weren't one of the more recognized TV commercials. And there was a little a little thing came up on LinkedIn because I was on a uh, Zoom meeting on Thursday and we were talking about whether whether dramatically better customer service necessarily means more sales. And I argued that it didn't necessarily. And in fact, sometimes if you pander to the people who will take advantage of everything you offer, you're actually going to hurt your real customers, your good customers, your repeat customers. And uh, that stirred up quite a mess. But Sainsbury staved it off without, you know, over-the-top advertising. Although, although uh, the carrot does get some attention. Okay, so now let's go. This was a post, I think it was last week or so, by Andrea Stevens, who's at, at uh, LS Direct. And, and I have cited her a couple times. I may have covered this. <laughs> was like I said, we had a great time last night. <laughs> so I may have covered this before, but it's worth seeing again, and maybe you missed it. Um, that that uh, Andrea pointed out an article uh, about how 50% of marketers more than 450 marketers said that the metaverse was you know people can't even figure out outlook and uh and microsoft um what is their zoom product <laughs> meet or something meeting you know that's my one of my least favorite because it takes a lot of steps to get on do you want to join microsoft's you know whatever universe and all that no i just want to get on there and try to log into this call anyway but on the flip side metaverse was the most overhyped direct mail about one quarter of respondents chose direct mail uh as this year's most overlooked marketing trend and you say well only 25 percent said mail but 50 percent said metaverse was a bunch of baloney well remember this is the overlooked stuff that wasn't hyped and maybe should have been so here's the real article which had a couple of other pieces in it by 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 Minda Smiley uh, and um, at Marketing Brew, and I've taken up looking at Marketing Brew more often. So thank you for that. And I will re reach out to Minda. Is that right? Yeah, Minda. Okay. And um, she reiterates this, and we'll skip that overhyped stuff. Signed, sealed, delivered. Marketers do seem excited about something that's less technological: direct mail. One quarter of respondents chose direct mail's comeback as this year's most overlooked marketing trend, handling handing it the most votes. Only 2% said direct mail was overhyped. Yeah, because it's like only one. <laughs> there's only one person hyping mail. And, you know, we don't get that many views. We could use some sponsors. Happy to mention you. I do mention some of the direct marketing uh, members wisconsin dma members um but polly wong this was uh back in june they had an article which is available by clicking summer right there um president of Ballardi wong said more than 80 brands are working on their first direct mail campaign they're helping 80 brands cool right now now be sure to package it with the testing right that we were talking about earlier because if you just do mail and you say, well, we'll just do mail and try to send some, 
uh, send some traffic to our website or something. Yeah, you can do that. It's perfectly legitimate use. But oftentimes, I mean, especially if they've ever used, uh, if they've ever been to your website before, your attribution may suck that that uh, causal effect right out of it. So unless you know how to measure mail in the context of digital, you may uh, you may see results that are not real because digital tends to take uh, credit for everything. So uh, and some of the Respondents to the uh, to the survey said direct mail is marketing gone full circle because it's not sexy. It could be sexy. <laughs> it's not <laughs> because it's not sexy. Not sexy. Write that down. I feel it gets overlooked. So so the digital sexy the sexy digital you can't overlook. You got to have digital transformation, right? But direct mail just comes and sits on your desk if you don't do, deal with it, right? With the inundation of digital marketing, I love that. That was a good phrase. Recipients are overlooking the common and finding and finding interest in uncommon practices. I don't really know what the rest of it means. I think people feel direct mail is a thing of the past, but it still seems to be one of the best ways, one of the best ways to actually drive transactions to actually sell something and why is that well part of it is and this i don't hear people talking about it even in the mail industry part of it is because mail does not throw itself away it requires the recipient to make a decision and it requires mail to go to the decision maker in the household so at two levels the engagement is higher than any other form of advertising no other form of advertising is, can be, can, can't be ignored. But direct mail, you have to make a decision. And so the people that you garner from that, not only do you get customers, but you get customers who are making decisions and are, and are more likely to stay with you. Whereas digital is just a flash in the pan. Doesn't, there's no engagement. So... Um, then there's some other trends, and one of them was uh, that one of them was the the fractional CMO. There's a there was an article on fractional CMOs. <laughs> so if you need one, call the WDMA. And uh, that's it for today. We'll be on time tomorrow. I guarantee it. Uh, well, I can't guarantee it, but we'll try harder. Um, so have a great day, and be sure to share, comment, uh, like. Your friends will know you're smart.